I have, I've had some of that too. Like where I'm like, I, I'm trying, I kind of like, I kind of call bullshit on myself and I'm like, are you just all fine with your body and all this because no one sees you? Like <laughs> you know, you, you've been on maternity leave for five months. It's been, everybody's been locked down for a year. Nobody's seen you from the neck down. Like, you know, right. like, it's so easy for you to say all this now, what you going to do when you got to go, you know, anywhere, right. <laughs> for anything, like- You know what? I am so tired of watching women waste so much energy on their looks. I know. Sometimes it feels like it's the only thing that we know how to talk about. You know what we need to do? We need to change the conversation. Because if we could change what women talk about. And the way that women talk to each other and to themselves, that would change their whole mindset. And changing their mindset could shift their energy and all that energy could change the world. All right, so let's do it. Let's give them something else to talk about. Let's do it. Hi, Mary. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great, except like I told you, I'm like freaked out by my almost one-year-old crawling around the corner and I didn't know how she got out of her thing. <laughs> did, did, did you, did, has she been crawling or was this the first time? Oh, yeah, she, no, no. Still, okay. She's been crawling and she's been standing up and she, she, she's not steady on her legs enough to walk yet or whatever, but she was in one of those chairs that are like supposed to keep you. <laughs> and so, you know, you a, heard, a, wait, a chair that's supposed to keep a kid someplace like a, I know. Right. But it's, that, it's been working so far. It's been working so far and it looks really hard to get out of. And her nanny had left her and put her in there and said, okay, she's sleeping. She left. And I was working. And then I was on a phone, a phone call for work and she wakes up and, but she's not crying. And I'm like, she, she's good for like another 20 minutes, whatever. And she's just talking, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden I don't hear anything else. And then I hear a little scuffle sound and the back of my brain says, she's coming to you. But the, 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 the conscious said, no, she can't do that. So that's impossible. And sure enough, I turn around and she's walking her. She's so happy crawling. Like, Look at me. Hi. And I'm just like, I almost felt like someone else was in the house and picked her up out of there and put her out. It's freaky. Yeah. I was freaked out. I was completely freaked out. Huh? Well, I would like to start this session yeah. or this podcast with a confession. Okay. Um, it's not very juicy. I mean, we're, I'm all down for the juicy confession, but Is it a I, confession? it's not, no, it's just, it, it's just something that was so stupid. I said that I really need to clarify what I said was true, but I need to clarify something. I was talking about how on, on this podcast, I was talking about how um, th- basically the context was how I always felt like I was a, I was unex- like I was an unexpected person at work. Right. And how, you know, I always had that feeling like I was the guest who showed up for a party that no one invited that uh-huh. kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said that um, I was talking about the bathroom and how the bathroom was in another, another building and all that stuff. And it was just like every right. OK, so all of that is true. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that anybody who knows where I worked and knows anything about where my office was would just sit there and think, what is she saying? That's just such bullshit because yep. so were the, well, because so were the men's bathrooms. It wasn't like it was just the women's bathroom. The men's bathroom was over there too. Oh yeah. So everybody had to so, walk away. Right. So I certainly implied that with like, you know, we're like back in that movie Hidden Figures where you another campus in this rain. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I realized I thought, why did I I don't even know why I said that. But I realized it's because I was mixing 
two feelings of otherness, right? The, yeah. the, the being a woman, but also being in a department that was always on the verge of being disbanded. We mm. were the department that they never wanted. So they sort oh, of shuffled. Right. They right? wanted, yeah, we, right. I had that one year, the one class that I failed in college, flat out failed, had to go repeat was a math course taught by a math professor from the arts and sciences group because it was the one year where they went. And I, when I say one year, one year of my time where they right. went back to right. trying to have right. math over in the arts and because the, the arts and sciences mathematics department said only math should come from here versus and we argued we had an applied mathematics that was different for engineering. Right. Right. And I was the proof of that. Because I fell because he was talking that theoretical bullshit. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about. And you know what? Even You know what's funny about that? And I can only laugh now. <laughs> but what's funny about that is that, so you were the math teacher that saved me in the beginning, but you're also the math teacher that recommended the guy who failed me. <laughs> oh, you, really? Yeah, because who- him and somebody else and I asked you and you were like, oh yeah, he's good or something. And he's the one who failed me. But then I, rem- I didn't I recommend the one that came after him that you passed with? No, because no, no, no. Because um, when I failed that, that was that was that was in timing with me taking that year off of school. And so in the year that I took off, I went and took I, I went and retook that class over at the community college. Oh, but I'll okay. tell you what. I will tell you what, you know, at 20, I think I was 20 then 21, whatever. No, I was 20. Yeah, I was 20 at 20 years old. That was like and uh, being a super planner. That was completely devastating at the time. However, class. Yeah, it yeah, was like in the world. I was like oh, yeah. so mortified. But at the same time, when I retook it, it was like a true lesson on like, oh, I really should fail that. Like, I, you know, I really did not know that material. <laughs> like, I actually should fail something. And so when I, because when I took it to community college, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, you know, it's funny is I had that that revelation when I taught calculus for the first time. Here, I was like, I'd be preparing my lectures, and I'd be like what? This is what a derivative is? Yeah. Like if I'd known that, uh, everything would have been easier. Like I had, I didn't realize, I mean, it's such a classic thing for a teacher to say is you only learn it when you teach it. But like, I didn't know, I didn't understand the most basic things about it until I had to turn around and teach it to somebody. And you you taught me that you were like, explain it to him, somebody who was also with me getting help from you because you were right. Like, if you can go and teach it to someone, you, 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 you flush out your, in, your inadequacies yes, in that right. subject. And when I, the second time I failed, it was my, on my painful road to getting my license for my engineering. Right. Ah. And I took a course. I was a very bad test taker in my whole education. And I took a course knowing I would need it. And then I failed, but the, but the course was so expensive. They said, if you fail, you get to take the course again. And so I'm in the course the second time and I'm in this class And he's teaching me something, I think, right after the class, like just going through something. And this light bulb hits. And it's something I'm doing at my job. Like I'm in work doing this and don't even realize what he's and what he's saying. I'm like, I missed the whole concept. And I was once again, I was like, yeah, you did deserve to fail that section of the test. Like you did, you know, right, you get, right. I think your ego gets so indignant about failing and it's all about the how that looks. But it's like, yeah. but, but did you actually know the material? Because if you did, you wouldn't have failed. So, you know, it, it, it helped me at a very early stage. And in, in, I guess not an early stage, because I guess it could have happened earlier in school. But, you know, how far some people who are really smarter than me, you know, get really far and never fail anything. And so the further you get before you fail, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. There's that old saying, isn't there, which I remember only part of, which is something like you will be your success in life is determined by not not where you're. Huh, 
you will be determined not by your successes, but your failures and how you handle them, right? So if you've never failed, you know, that's what my problem was when I was teaching at um, first years in calculus in the engineering school. I was probably for many of them, the first people, first first person they hit who said, yeah, you're not like all that good at math. I mean, there's this pipeline. In there, they're in that pipeline where if you did the work and, yep. you know, that and then if you did like basically good work, you were considered gifted and you're in advanced classes yeah. and honors classes. And they really, really thought they were smarter than everyone. Yeah. And then they get to engineering school and you're like, you're just either normal or you're not working very hard or something. But and it was hard for me. Or you were in a school where the levels that they gave that school May, you did well at, but you weren't in the right pool to really come. You don't, you didn't right, know what you right. were competing against. And so you go to college and it, it was like, oh, I, I didn't even know what I didn't know. You right. didn't know. What right. Didn't know. Yeah. So anyway, so I just wanted to, but I did want to throw that out there that um, it, when I said that the bathroom was far away from where I was working, I was, I was, I was conflating two different things. I got you. <laughs> And so I realized the men's bathroom was actually even further. The bathroom wasn't just was not actually the example of why you felt like a second. Right. No, that was a bad example. You have good good examples, but not that one. And I don't want I don't want to be known for all of history as a person who lied about where her bathroom was. So uh, (laughs) I I I hope that that all the things we talk about, that's not the one. Yeah, I hope that's like, but wait, her bathroom was actually. So anyway, so here's here's the other thing I wanted to talk about because I'm I'm struggling with this big time. Okay. I don't know what it is, but um how long so, has it been going on? Well, I'm, so uh, so actually, it's been a while. So you know, I I did Pilates, and I I up until a year ago, okay. I uh, like right at it. Yeah, up until a year ago, I was running mm-hmm. all the time. I was training for. I was doing only races of ten miles or more, oh, and wow. I was doing a lot of them. And so I was putting a lot of miles on, and I did Pilates. Uh, two times a week, and I did another exercise class a couple times a week, um, and and through that, either the running, the Pilates, whatever, it was a lot of overlap in people. So the same people I ran with were in Pilates, and so I had this really tight knit group of friends that I exercised with. Now okay. I am one of the oldest. There's one woman who's my age, but most of them are in their are your age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then COVID hit and Pilates went online and mm-hmm. then I got hurt really badly. And so I was, I couldn't, I couldn't do any exercise at all for, for I don't know, a long time. Um, it got to the point where right before I got it fixed, I wasn't even walking, like couldn't walk in my own house to do anything. It hurt so badly. So in that time between COVID, not running, not exercising and, uh, I had that COVID mentality a lot of people had in the beginning. Like, we're, this is going to be like a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I'm going to like, it's like Sunday or it's like Friday night every day. Where's the pizza? Where's the beer? I'm mm-hmm. sleeping in because mm-hmm. my all my all my athletic commitments were at between 5.30 or 6.30 in the morning because mm-hmm. everybody else has jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So for the first time in years, I was getting up at like 7 o'clock. So I could, I could like drink at night. I was having beer. I was having wine. I don't drink wine anymore. We were eating like just, it was like this endless weekend, kind of like, because it was just going to be a few weeks, right? And then suddenly like three months later, and 20 20 pounds later, I'm like, oh, you know, I think we're in this for a while. Uh, So anyway, 
now I've had my surgery. My knee is getting back to normal. I can walk. I can do this. I can do all kinds of things. And my Pilates group is asking me if I'm coming back. When you Pilates. say coming back, they're open? No, it's all virtual still. Okay, okay so, so this, back to this, is, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the weird part. Is it still virtual? Mm-hmm. And But they want me to come back. And I, I probably should come back because Pilates really helped me, right? I think. Did you do any of it online before you got hurt? Did you try it online with them? Well, I was doing Pilates with them for years beforehand. But then no, I had it online. Did you start doing that? Too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did it, okay. I did it online with them and everything. And and I actually liked the online because I felt like I tried harder, a little bit harder because no one was really looking. So if I tried something that didn't work out, they didn't really see. Um, so anyway, so I just think like, I'm getting back into the world. I've been walking and running and Anyway, so they want me to come back to Pilates and I don't want to go back to Pilates because I have gained so much weight. Mm. There we go. My beauty block. Like, I don't want them to see how much weight I've gained. Yeah. And will they like, what I, I, so we need to talk about this because like part of me is like, well, do I think they're going to say something? It's almost worse that they aren't. Right. You think it's going to be worse if they don't say something? Kind of. I don't know. I just wish I just hadn't gained all this weight and it would just go away and I could go back yeah. to the body I was in a year ago. No, I hear you. I mean, I have, I have, I've had some of that too, like where I'm like, I, I'm try, I, I, I kind of like, I kind of call bullshit on myself and I'm like, are you just all fine with your body and all this because no one sees you? Like, <laughs> you know, you, you've been on maternity leave for five months. It's been, everybody's been locked down for a year. Nobody's seen you from the neck down. Like, you know, right. it's so easy for you to say all this now. What you going to do when you got to go, you know, anywhere? <laughs> for anything? Like, I got, I got offered sort of my dream job for this summer, uh, and but it's in-person teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, my very first thought was, well, I have to lose weight. I have yeah. to lose weight. <laughs> so it's like, I just want everyone who, the thousands of you who are following this yes. podcast, I want you to realize that I am so full of shit. I'm yeah. such a hypocrite. <laughs> I know, it, but the thing is, is sometimes I really believe it. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. That I feel that I look great. It doesn't matter yeah. that like I really feel it. I, I'm yeah. like, you know, I, 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 what am I trying to say? I own the way I look and I'm not embarrassed yeah. about it and everything. But again, is it just because no one's seen me no. down? I just, you know, I, I have these days too. And so first of all, I always say to myself, like of all the beauty blocks, I always remind myself of all the beauty blocks, you know, the one that you struggle with the most is your weight. That's yours. Everybody has one, I think one or two that are like, the ones that just are the worst and the rest of them are like, okay, yeah, they're a problem, but, but I can shake it off. You know what I mean? When I need to, whatever, but you got that one or two that you just can't, that's just your, it's your crutch. It's your problem. It's your thing for life, you know? And I don't, I don't even know that I, I don't know that the goal should be to always feel great about how you look and never worry about what other people look. I just think the goal should be to acknowledge where the feelings came from. Like you did not wake up one day on your own and decide that having too much weight on you made you not as great a person. You did not decide that society burned that into your system from the time you were like eight years old, all the way to 61. You understand that's a long fucking time. Like, you know what I mean? And so like when we know, so, so when we know where it's coming from, I'm not saying we're not gonna have bad days, but now we can say, okay, Oh, there you are. Okay, I see you, beauty block. I, I hear you. Hi, I remember who you are, and acknowledge it for what it is, and then we can proceed to like 
manage how much of our energy it's taking from us. Right. So to say you're never going to care what other people see. First of all, you always are going to acknowledge that they haven't seen you in a while. Point blank. Right. 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 Negative, there's going to be a reaction when we all see each other again. I, I hope it's mostly just positive. Like I get to see you not yeah. like, yeah, I, I would really hope that COVID has helped us that the first thing we don't do, especially women, is judge each other as soon as we see each other. That's so fucking sad. If that's what we do, like you haven't been able to hug a friend, kiss a baby, see each other. I mean, like my, my you know, I told you my kids' grandparents haven't even met her in person. Yeah. I swear yeah. to God, if the first thing they say is about somebody's looks, I'm just going to shut the door. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? Like they better, the first thing they do better be to like put eyes on this baby and, and, and kiss and hug her and be happy about it, right? Like that yeah. would be the normal thing. So that's number one, I think is just, they're going to be happy to see you. They are happy to see you. The number two is like, women just do not believe this enough. And we need to ingrain it in our systems, which is we have no calculation for how much people are not thinking about us. <laughs> like, how much like you, you, you think about how much you've been obsessing about this and know that the woman who sits next to you in class is thinking that much about herself. She don't got time to think about you and you're 20 pounds. I know. So, I know. She can't, remember, she can't remember what you look, what you weighed the last time to say, Oh, it looks like she put on 20 pounds. Like she just, no, that was never in her radar because she was obsessed about herself then. And she's obsessed about herself now. And in between she missed you, but she's not like, thinking about the details of your body the way you do. She's thinking about her own body and the details of her body, the way you do about yours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and it just, it, it feels so, um, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've spent more time thinking about this Pilates issue than you can imagine, because part mm -hmm. of me just doesn't really, <sighs> I feel like I don't want to go back. You know, it's just like, I got, I got, I've got a new, I, I got a new routine. Yeah. I don't need to get up at six o'clock in the morning or not, I, I, you know, to be ready to do a fitness class at six 30. Yeah. Um, and, but it always comes back to like, well, if I were thinner, how would I feel? Right. So you're it? like, you're like trying to separate true desire feelings from yeah. beauty blocks. And you're like, right. if I were, yeah, because you're right. Like, first of all, you did break a habit and breaking a habit. That's a hard, like you had a habit yeah. of going. Oh you yeah. Broke a habit for a good reason, but still it's broken. So that's a hard thing to, to muster up any in and of itself, independent of the weight gain. You, that's a hard thing to just like bring back. Just like it's a hard thing to break. You had to have like a major surgery to break that habit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so that, that's part of it, but yeah, trying to decide how much of this is about the weight or not. Yeah, it's just it's like suddenly become noise in my head, a lot of noise yeah. in my head, and, and with noise that I had not been paying attention attention yeah. to until somebody's like, "When are you coming back?" And I realized that it feels like I was a different person back then. I mean, it was a year ago, right? Well, we but were all different people a year ago. We were yeah. all different people a year ago, and you know, I was part part of part of why I don't want to go back is I think I don't know, I, I don't know, but. Uh, you know, that was, that's a group of very fit women. So, yeah. uh, and, and I used to be a part of that group. I used to be a part of the group of very fit women who um, could do all these things, right? Do you and, think, do you not, are you saying right now, here and now, independent of them, are you defining yourself as not fit? Oh, yes. I'm defining, yes, very okay. much so. I mean, I've only started walking again. I mean, mm -hmm. like literally walking again recently. So I, um, like, I went for a three mile walk yesterday and I, I did it. I did it. But yeah. I mean, I, it was hard. It was hard yeah. for me to walk for three miles, which has never been before. So um, fit to you is when it's easy. Fit to me is when I like we've always said when I can do anything I want to do. 
Yeah. And like, I can't do half the stuff I used to do. I can't, there's a lot of things I can't do because my knee's not completely healed yet. Like I can't, I don't push a wheelbarrow. I don't, um, I don't do any, do any trail, trail hiking. I used to go out on the trails all the time and hike. And I don't do that because the footing's not good. Um, And it's just really, it's, uh, I realized that this whole thing's brought up to me how much I feel like I aged 15 years in the last year. But do you feel that way too? I mean, has COVID done that to everyone? No, I don't feel like I've aged to 15 years. Not well. I mean, it's hard for me because it's not just COVID. I had a baby, so there's both oh, that's of those right. things going right. into it. So, I, which one did what? I don't know. But no, I don't feel like I've aged 15 years. Um, yes, but, I, I had the, you had the wha- you had the whammy. You had the baby. Yeah, and I, mean, I, am, double- I am unfit if by your definition, and I am working back. But I don't, yeah, it's it's different, right? Because I'm I feel like I'm a, I'm in, I'm a level of unfit. Um, it's the wrong word. I am a level of degrade. That's the wrong word too. <laughs> How about this? Your level of fitness isn't what it used to be, right? There you go. My but level if- of fitness is lower and I'm working it back up, but I don't feel bad about it. I let it go where it needed to go so that I could have a baby. So right. I'm, you know, I'm, here's I'm, the other thing. So like, I, don't, I didn't like hold myself to any standards of you need to be maintaining something while having a baby. Like I was like, no, right. Right. And, 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 you know, for me, um, my fitness previous to this was way, oh, I should, I don't say my fitness. That's not the word. I was able to do so much more than the average 61 year old. woman. Uh, right? So, you know, the average 61 yeah. year old woman isn't running half marathons. I don't think, I don't think the average well, American. You know, that's a marathon. dangerous thing too, right? because like, it is dangerous. Caring to, because like America as a whole, has some questionable health issues, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't even know how far we want to go into comparing ourselves to the average person. Our age. It's kind of like the money conversation too. The average American has so much debt. Like, you, you know, you don't, should you be, if you get into that spin, it's like, you could give yourself a big out too. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, the other right, way. Right, right. So you are saying you had to find yourself as one of the elite physically of 61 year olds, which is great. And now you're you're sad that that you're not in that category. But my question to you is, do you feel like you had the surgery? Do you feel like it's attainable? Is it something we're going to you're going to get back? Oh, you yeah. Feel like yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's going to come back. I don't have any doubt it's going to come back. Oh, great. I think it's partially because the sun has finally come out again. Spring yeah, is around the corner. Yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking about actually, you know, we're going to be re-entering the world at least, not because COVID is going away, but because we can be right. outside with each other again. Right. Right. And so suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah. So, huh. <laughs> Party's over. <laughs> the winter party is over. The permanent Friday night's probably going to come to an end. But getting back yeah. to this thing that, that it's not that I'm constantly comparing myself to other people, mm-hmm. right? It's that because of those activities, my entire peer group was fit women, right? And I have a sister who I see all the time virtually. I don't see her in person mm-hmm. right now, but I see her virtually who's r- actually the most fit adult woman I've ever met. She, Her body would blow you away. You can't even believe it's the body of a 62-year-old woman nice. and her, her hair is thick and luscious and all this. And so that's just what I expect people like me. That's my norm, right? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. my norm. And now I've fallen out with that group and I feel like they're not going to let me back in. Have you, know? you seen every single one of these people virtually? Yes, yes. I have. 
uh, no, not not one of them I haven't, but I've seen most of them. I've seen actually each okay. one of them in person. Oh, you have? I've seen them in each one individually in person. Really? And I still don't want to go into the class because oh, I think- so they've seen you. They've seen you. You know, I, I feel like, I wonder if I've had, in my, in my youth, I had some, I was bullied and I've blocked it out or something. It's like, I feel like I'm going to go to this Pilates class and they're going to be like, you know, you can't do this. You're too fat. Or we'll yeah. have to give Mary modifications because her stomach, oh, yeah. you know? I had that, I've had that feeling totally before where I just, I took a break for whatever reason. When I had that surgery on my foot, that's how I felt about Bikram yoga. And I was like, cause I was, I had this exactly, I was like one of the, you know, stars. You were there. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was there all the time. I was a member and like, I was one of the ones that just, they knew my name. I came and had my spot and all this. And I took a month off for a foot surgery and the foot surgery was the, it was a bunionectomy. So it was that Ooh. side. Yeah. And so it's that side area. So it, it messes up your balance. So you're like, okay, I, how am I going to go to yoga? Right, <laughs> but I just, right. something that messed, and so it just, I was so upset about it. And I was just like, I had the same questions like, and yeah. And I put on weight cause I was like, you know, laying around for, and it was the winter time. And I'm just like, I got to go in there. And they're just going to boo. Like you go to these extremes, they're going to boo me out. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like shun me and laugh at me and talk about it forever in the streets. <laughs> just like, and the truth is like, no one, first of all, no one else in the whole gone. They were like, hey, Kitty, where you been? You know, they didn't even know. No, they you. noticed I was gone because I'm oh. going to lie. They noticed, but I'm just saying like, the rest of the world, like this is a minority group we're talking about. The, the you know, the 20 some, 30 people who go to a 112 degree room and sweat and do yoga. <laughs> the rest of this whole city we live in could give a shit. Like, <laughs> but I think we blow it up. You we blow it up. Why we do it, but we go to these dramatic extremes of people, other people's reactions to what we have decided is wrong with us. And even the ones who, who are going to say something, it's just so rare that they actually meet your expectations of this extreme reaction. You know, maybe your mother, our mothers probably do that, but <laughs> And I just don't know who, like, why I have this idea that adult, mature women are going to make fun of me yeah, to my like, face. Like, right. what? That's never happened. But you know what it is, though? Part of it is, there's a couple of women in particular, is I hear what they say about other people. Uh, you know, like, like yeah. you know, there was a woman in my, this was, yeah. this is so mean. There was a woman in my boot camp class, mm-hmm. and she had a baby. She was pregnant. And for whatever reason, she looked like she was having quadruplets when she was like three months pregnant. She was the biggest pregnant woman I ever saw in my life. (laughs) When I found out she was three months pregnant. Yeah. That happens. uh, Yeah. And I just, just like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, she was, she looked like, like, you got a long way to go. (laughs) Yeah. And And I remember thinking she can't get bigger. I mean, there's no way she can't physically get bigger, but, um, this one woman in my boot camp class, she was always talking about it, like how big she is and is she eating too much and is she doing this? And so I hear how women talk about each other. And then I can only assume they're going to talk about me the same way. I mean, right? that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. But I would also say like, I started, I just started to listen to it and I'm like, they're talking about themselves. Like so much, so many times the fear we have, we voice it in our judgment of somebody else. And the, the reason is because we think if I talk about it, if I speak it to the universe that that is bad, then it won't happen to me. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, right, she right. must be eating so much translation. I don't eat that much. So don't make me that fat. Like it's right. that to control the situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, in that, that I've, I've seen people do that in anything. So I try to think about it like 
she's not even talking about that woman that much. She's really talking about herself, really, yeah. like her keeping herself in check, so to speak, in some weird well, you way. Know, so I was having this conversation with my two daughters. This was a, a while ago about the um, different way that women our age feel about our appearance. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just our appearance. And when I say appearance, I mean everything, like how yeah. we are seen by the world. Yeah. Um, how we were raised to really, really think about that. Yes. And 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 my my daughters who are in the well, but one in her 20s, she was like, I wasn't raised that way. I don't notice the way people look. I don't. I don't I don't Which look is at someone. interesting because when she says I wasn't raised that way, she was raised by you. <laughs> yeah, but she was raised in a world, you know, with oh, her yes. friends and, and the um, media. And the media and what people talk about. She's like, I just wasn't raised that way. And so she, because so we were, she had just been talking to a friend of hers, and she's like, I don't look at someone and instantly know um, what their weight is. I don't think about their weight. And I, and I told her, I said, you know, I don't believe it. I don't believe that you can physically look at somebody and not notice their physical appearance. Is what you're saying, right? Like, well, or not? She's saying like, no. She's not saying she doesn't notice their physical. She's saying she doesn't put. Right. So I was just like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And then and I had just been talking to this friend of hers that I hadn't seen in like six months. And and she said, so you think when you look at people, you just automatically take in their appearance? I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, well, what color were her eyes? What color were Erica's eyes? I mean, you were talking to her for half an hour. What color were her eyes? I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) No idea. Right. So it's funny. I could have told you everything about her body. But I was looking, talking, looking at her face and talking to her half an hour and didn't register. You know, obviously so, when I was talking to her, I knew it, right. but it didn't register. It Did your younger to- daughter say, has she ever talked to her friends? Like, how old is she? She's 28. Yeah. So she's 12 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Has she ever... Does she ever say that her that any of her friends agree with her or you? I'm trying to understand, is it like oh. multiple people? Oh. She has, no, she uh, she would say that uh, her her age group, her generation has made great strides in this area. Like she had a roommate for a couple of years who is this, this really funny, sassy woman. And she probably has uh, an extra 50 pounds on her based on today's standards. Right. She was right. pretty. She was pretty. And she she thought she was the hottest thing in the world. Like th- this person thought she herself was the hottest. Yeah. She, she was one who's like, don't I look good today? Don't you think I look great today? <laughs> my hair. I think I look but, good today. Are you sure that she, just because she did that, like, that's great. But that doesn't mean she didn't have beauty blocks and she didn't struggle sometimes. Like, cause it's like Lizzo with the juicing, right? Like right. Lizzo right. still admitted she has struggled. People have said mean things to her. And she's 32, by the way. So she's four years older than your daughter. So she's yeah. right there. And so, you know, I, I, I want, I, cause what I want to say is maybe, maybe your daughter had thin privilege and that's why she is able to say that. You know what I mean? Like she's never exactly. really had exactly. to struggle. Now your daughter's roommate is a different conversation, but I would say to that, I would say Lizzo, there's confidence and there's love of yourself and, and all that. And you're doing better than most, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're absolved. It doesn't mean no one was able to prick through and cause some wounds. Right. I yeah, think yeah. But, but, to be human means to have some wounds from, you know, some. Yeah. But you know, the world has changed dramatically and for sure. the better since I was a kid. I mean, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up where everything from motor oil to uh, houses were sold by women in bikinis. And yeah, right. th- that was all that was talked no, about. No, you're right. We've definitely like, done a lot. Yeah. To, the world has definitely done a lot in improving that. Situation. I mean, it's still still uneven yeah, but the, yeah. But we've worked on the we have worked on the patriarchy it's a little shorter <laughs> yeah. 
And even you know, what I noticed, <laughs> the thing I noticed with like my my daughter, um, the twenty year old today, is how completely uh, accepting they are of anyone based on uh, like gender identity oh, yeah. and all that exactly. stuff. Yeah. And they and they are they're so fine with it. It's they're 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 they've normalized it in a way. You yeah. Know? So. Um, they don't go looking for the classifications. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't go, go looking, trying right? to put people in boxes like that as easily. Right, right. Like and so, you know, like my daughter went to an all-women's college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but in that all-women's college, there were, in her graduating class, probably, oh, I guess it had to have been at least 10 men. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, I don't understand that statement. They came to the college as women and they transitioned to men. Oh, okay. Yes. And and so she and she had she was on my daughter's on a lot of sports teams. And so she mm-hmm. had like on her one on one of her teams, she had a guy. Mm-hmm. Um so she has spent a lot of time with all kinds of people from transgendered to non-binary to everything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually normal to her. Yeah. It's normal to her, you know, and I think it is great. I think it is great. And, you know, those people come in all different kinds of bodies. Right. Mm -hmm. So for them to actually like be judging someone's body when the person you're talking to, we have a, my, my daughter and I have a friend right now who's an adult. Um, I don't even know how old they are. They're maybe in their thirties or about your age. And neither my daughter nor I have any idea what their gender is. Uh-huh. They have no idea. They they don't they don't ever identify as one way or the other and they go by they them pronouns. I have no idea. Not that they're yeah. I don't even know what to, what words to say. I don't know what bits they have down there, you know? Right. Not that it matters. It doesn't Not matter. It matters, yeah. But mm-hmm. but I feel like those are such such that's such good progress, you know. I agree. And yeah. So I'm hopeful that your daughter, who's now crawling around trying to find you, um, <laughs> you know, she might grow up in a world in which she just feels so accepted for, she feels like people are more interested in things other than what, how she, when, and when I talk about how people look, I want to clarify that because I think people think I mean just how they look, period, right? But what I mean is really how the world sees them. Yeah. You know? What are people going to think of me? That sort of thing. How they right. look in the world. Are they going to look successful? Are they going to look fit? Yeah. Are they going to look... And we, have, and we have, you and I have all these words to describe you that, that should be about you as a person, but we've been conditioned to put them based on how you look. So like, if you are a larger body person, you must be lazy. And so therefore we put it on ourselves and say... They're going to see me and think I've been lazy for these last six months because I've gained, you know, 30 pounds. And that's right. what that always means. So that's what they're going to say about it. And so you're right. It's always what are they going to say about me as a conclusion from what they looked at? Right. Right. We just right. want them to see us just like your daughter is saying she already <laughs> does. You just yes. want you to see me right. and not say my body doesn't always express me. It's right. Just- and But the other thing is, and it's sort of, I, I, I do mean this in a joking way. You're going to like start calling in therapists for me when I say this, but, <laughs> but part of what the whole thing with COVID is, it's like, what is, <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I've done, I don't, I don't do anything anymore. When they say, oh, I want them to no, see me, who am I? I mean, yeah. who am I now? No, I have been going through that where I'm like, so my, my husband and my nanny, they joke about me not going anywhere. Uh-huh. I go to work, but work is virtual, but I don't go anywhere physically. Like I go out every day and take a walk in my neighborhood and my neighborhood is not gated or anything, but it kind of is in that respect. You know, you uh-huh. can come yeah. out, but whatever. And so I don't really go anywhere. I get groceries delivered. 
you know, whatever. But it made it made me start this whole COVID thing made me start thinking, but like, where would I go if I could? Uh-huh. Where am I trying to go? And the, and the truth is, I don't need to go to stores or anything. I don't like to shop. Like, you know, the truth is I would just go be with people yeah, that I right, want right. to spend time with. And we probably would do COVID related. I'm just so overly cautious, especially because I had a newborn or whatever, but we probably would go outside, which, you know, is somewhat COVID okay anyway. But you know what I mean? But like, I miss hiking with my friend that I used to hike with. Like, I miss that or like, you know, whatever. But yeah, it, it, COVID has brought that up. Like, what is it that I want to do? Yeah. Like, I want to travel. I want to travel. I want to go different places. So yeah, that would be for sure. But that also was kind of halted anyway because of the baby. So I wasn't really missing that. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. you wouldn't be, but I want to know that I can and not be afraid to get on a plane or whatever. But yeah, like the stuff we used to do, I think we're all, it's all up for negotiations. Like the stuff you used to do, did you need to do it? Did it make you happy? Did you want to do it? Like, I don't want to go to a store just to go to a store. You know what I mean? Like what is, you what see, is we're, You and I could not be more different because mm-hmm. the thing I miss the most is going yeah. to the grocery store. I mm-hmm. love the grocery store. Mm. I love it. And and that's only second to liking doing laundry, which you hate doing laundry, right? I, hate doing laundry. I like going to the farmer's market. I would do that if COVID weren't here, you know? Yeah. But, I don't like, I don't like, I mean, I, grocery store became an inefficient piece of my life. Like, I yes, was right. Well, you've got, you'd have less time than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, Both you know, four. I've got eight hours with nothing to do. I'll stroll through, I'll yeah, go drive to a different store to get cheaper or something or other, you know, yeah, before but, kids, I would do that. But you know, but before COVID, um, you said travel. I traveled a lot. I traveled yeah, all the time. I, and I was never home for more than like a month without going someplace. And at, at any given time, I was preparing for a trip if I wasn't on a trip. And yeah. that was what occupied me. That was what was fun for me was planning a trip. Where am I going to go? And in all of those, we they were all very physical vacations. You know, I hiked across Scotland. I yeah. hiked across France. I hiked over, you know, hiking. Yeah. Right. And so now there's no travel, there's no hiking, there's no, um, I'm, I'm not teaching. It's just it's been this, and, and I don't see any, like, just like you, I don't go anywhere. I don't yeah. go to the grocery store. It's funny. Every, all my friends are saying, yeah, I don't go anywhere. I don't see anybody. This is, I'm so done with COVID. And then the next thing you know, they're like getting their nails done, getting their oh, hair. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Wait a minute. What is- what, what is this not going anywhere this? mean? Yeah, on Instagram, we're like, I mean, what is quarantine to everyone? Like the word yeah. quarantine is so different to everybody. They'll be like, well, I don't do anything. And then they tell you all this and you're like, what do you think quarantine means? <laughs> it's different. It's yeah. so different for everybody. But so I want to I want to get back though to this idea of like, are we hypocrites for for having for, you know, am I a hypocrite for this this online business anonymous souls, coaching people, telling them to you know, put their life and what they love and what their soul is meant to do here above all else and let everything about how everything looks. Cause it's not, like you said earlier, it's not just about beauty blocks are not just about your face and your hair and your body. It's just about being concerned with the world's judgment of how your whole life appears to them in all the facets. There's a million facets to that. And so just like not giving a shit and saying, I'm going to do what I like. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to talk to who I like. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to be with the people I want to be with. And if it looks a certain way to somebody, oh, well, and I'm not going to think about that as much as I, and I'm not going to let that make me guide my choices. But am I a hypocrite for even asking people to number one, I started this business right during COVID because I, 
I was on maternity leave and I had this brainstorm of like, what's really my biggest pain point. And it was just, I'm so fucking tired of talking about this all the time with women, like how we talk to each other and how we always talk about the same stuff all the time. We compliment each other on our looks all the time, knowing it's going to make her day. And it's just like, I want to be done with it. But I, but I, but I, but I can't be done by myself. <laughs> you know, I need all the women to do it with me. We yes. need to all do it together. But, but it's not, it does number one, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. Like you just said, 30 years later, we can see progress and that's and it's getting better. So it's 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 on its way, hopefully, or something. But 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 we don't want any woman to spend any day more than she has to any more energy that she has to on this stuff that we just think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. She's not going to regret on her deathbed whether she gained or lost 20 pounds. But she is going to regret that she didn't go to the job interview because she felt fat. You know, that's. That's what we got to stop. And so I don't think that I hope I am presenting myself and I hope I think we are. I think you and I are presenting ourselves. I hope we are. We are hypocrites, but we're self-proclaimed hypocrites. Like right, right. You know, the hypocrisy is there. We understand it. But we are also trying to change with the people we are encouraging to change. I'm like, I'm with you. That's why I always end my emails in the arena with you. I am with you. I'm not out right. here done saying whatever, like. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with my hair. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about my body when I refuse to, you know, I've refused to diet. That's the easy thing. Not easy. It's not easy, but I've said it and I do it. But it doesn't mean that every day I feel great about the size I am. I am larger. Like I have to deal, you know, I have to deal with that in heart, mind and soul. Right. Like it's and like you said, COVID kind of gave you a vacation on that. It was like, well, they can't see me anyway. And now as the light is coming out and the weather is turning, you're like, oh, now you're really going to have to be put to that. What are you going to do when you come out? And I always, I, I keep telling people on Instagram, I'm like, I almost feel like I have to come on Instagram one day soon with like a full made up face because every video I've done, I don't have anything on. And so I've gotten comments from people where they're like, but I like putting on makeup. And I was like, I never told you not to put on makeup. I was like, I do put on a little, like, I don't, I, you know, some stuff sometimes I just, you just haven't seen me do it recently. I was like, but it's, there's no, per, you don't need my permission to do that. It's like, it's not about putting on all the makeup, putting on no makeup. So it's about why you did it. And so if you did it, cause you like how you look like that, do it, but don't right. go refusing to go do something because you think you can't come outside without the makeup because society told you that you look ugly without it. That is where we want to break the cycle, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I think we're, I think to say you're not, you've never been a hypocrite is, is means you're the biggest hypocrite. <laughs> you don't even know your hypocrisies if you're because a human being is a hypocrite from the fact that they get older and change their minds. And so something they said before, they are now doing a different thing, which makes them a hypocrite because they said, if they judged, if you didn't judge, if somehow you made it through this life with no judgment, then you could say you're not a hypocrite because hypocrisy is when you judge someone on something and you do the same damn thing later. You know what I mean? Because right, you didn't right. know. We all do that. I'm sure there are a few people, very few, but I'm sure there are a few people who have managed to not be judgmental at all in their life. If they are, they should write a book because that's like amazing. <laughs> but as long as we're human beings with the ability to judge even when we're conscious of it and we don't want to do it, we will do it sometimes, which will make us hypocrites down the road. So we just have to acknowledge that. And right, just, right. we have to just acknowledge it and say everything with a, you know, almost like a, this is how I feel today type of a statement kind of a thing, you know, like you and I, like you and I both said on this podcast, like we're not even sure that we're right about mo. We have a couple of subjects in this podcast where we're like, no, 
we really think we're right. 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 <laughs> but everything else, we're like, we don't know. But we just we're, we're wanting to have the conversation because we've been thinking about this for many years and we're tired of talking about the other stuff. So let's talk about this. And if you disagree, we want to have that conversation because we, you might change our mind. We might change your mind. We might both stay on our sides, but at least understand the other person better. Right. And, and that keeps the hypocrisy at a lower rate as well. Just acknowledging that there are different opinions out there. So I don't think that you wanting, like, I think it's natural that since, since you haven't seen anybody lately, just to be thinking about your yourself and how you look is natural. And I hear you saying you're, you're getting obsessed about it and you're upset that you're obsessed about it, which is a good thing. You should be. That's upset the problem is that yeah. it's like, it's become noise in my brain. You don't every want every single, yeah. every single day. I'm like, well, should I sign up for Pilates tomorrow? Right. I mean, it's so stupid because it's online and I can just aim that camera at <laughs> my body. I want, right? Like, they don't, like have to toes. <laughs> they don't have to see me. That's so stupid. You can like tell them how you're going to have these really fantastic hot pink socks on when you come and then just angle the camera right, there. Right. The whole time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you know what? Okay. I was just gonna say the, the thing you should do to get rid of this feeling is take the class. You got to go take exactly. the class. Exactly. Yeah. The only way to, the only way to get over that is to take the class yep, and to it. see that nobody's going to have any kind of reaction whatsoever and then just get over it. But yep. then anyway, that's a whole nother can of worms. But going back to what my daughters said when we were talking about this and how, and I, I was about weight issues for women, my age, my generation, how we grew up. And I said, I, th I think it's actually might be impossible at this point to reprogram us to mm -hmm. realize that it's actually, that it's okay to not be thin. And, um, my oldest daughter goes, so, so what, I mean, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? What, what do you think will be different if you were thin? Right. If and you were thin. if I was thin, she's like, what yeah. do you think would be different if you were thin? And without even really thinking about it, the first thing that came out of my mouth was people would like me more. I'd have more friends. If I, if I was thin, I'd have more friends. But do you want more friends right now? Well, right now, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I don't even know what I was, that means. in general, was, no, no, I don't yeah, want more friends. Exactly. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I have always been a person who struggled to have friends. Like I'm just not that type of person. I went and, and someone really like liberated me from this, like, uh, in the summer of 2019. And they were like, if you're someone who people think is too much kind of a thing, you know, like you're just a little too intense or too much, which is the, what I've been told. Um, you need to be it. That's what she said. You need to go ahead and be that and, and be okay with it. And, and she wasn't trying to make it better. She was like, and you won't have a lot of friends. <laughs> and you're right. I was like, wait, but don't tell me that. Yeah. And she's like, no, wait, have people said to you that you're too much? Oh yeah. Oh my what, God. Give me an example of somebody wait, saying that. Are you kidding? My entire high school, my entire twenties, they were just like, you're too much. Like you're just so my sister, this is how she describes it. This is her loving, nice way. She says, you're like a triple. She's like, you're like a triple decked chocolate, like decadent cake. You got like all these really high end chocolates and there's like, like all together. She's like, and it tastes exquisite and you want it so bad. She's like, but you can only have a spoonful. <laughs> like, the minute you take another bite, it's just too much. <laughs> and I was just like, and it was one of those things that sounded like an insult compliment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, what do you do with that? And this woman, I'm telling you, like what she said, liberated me because she was like, so be the trip. She didn't say this analogy. She's like, be the triple chocolate decadent cake, own it. And then be just be okay and know that you need to cultivate 
you, you, there are people who can have tons and tons of friends and be really, really connected like Oprah and love, you know, love all these people and all this. You are not that person, but it takes all kinds. You are going to be the person who has a few relationships. They are going to be so tight and so gold and so strong and they'll never go away. And that's it. And so then you add to that, that I had a second baby and I'm thinking to myself this summer, I was like, actually, I was thinking about this recently. And I was like, you know, because, you know, you, you hear something and you, you want to do it. So you, it takes some time to let this thing go. Right. So I'm trying over these last two years to let this thing go that I'm just not going to have a lot of friends. I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to be in whatever you call that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, and I was never in high school. I was never bullied or anything because my, my, my personality was too domineering for that kind of bullshit. Right. Like it was, but it, I was still more, I was still kind of a loner a bit. I was never in, you know, like the thing, whatever. So anyway, trying to let that go. And I was thinking about that. I was like, you have two kids, you have a job, you have this online business, you have a husband, you're trying to do this gardening, you're trying to do that. I was like, like, if you weren't who you are, I was like, where would the time be to have all these friends? Right. You know, like, <laughs> to have that time for that. And it's like, and I was like, the truth is no. And then I said to myself, I was thinking about the friends I do have. I was like, and are you really where you want to be with all of them? No. So why don't you sit down, <laughs> go focus on those relationships, make them even better. And your life will be improved in the friendship zone, but not in that other way, not in the right, get more right. way, in the go right. deeper way, you know, but, but again, there was a beauty block because it was about appearance. It wasn't about how I felt. Yeah, right. It was about, I want to, I don't, I don't want people to see me and think she's lonely or think that I'm not whatever. That was an appearance. That was a beauty block, you know, like that you, that a woman needs to look like she has a lot of friends, you know, like. And, and, and who's who's even I mean, even in non-COVID times, who's even looking at me? I mean, and I don't mean that like the way you say that people aren't paying it. They're too busy paying attention to themselves. But, you know, I just feel like my life is so solitary these days because yeah. I am retired. You yeah. know, when I when, it, and, and when but when I was going to work, you know, I I I. Uh, I don't think any of my students were looking at me thinking, I wonder if she has a lot of friends. I wonder, you know, I don't think they've thought about my private life at, at all. You know, I don't think it's just, it's just as funny. I think COVID's done something to all of us in some weird way to yeah. make us reevaluate um, not just what we want from life, but sort of like, what do I have to offer? That's yeah. what it is. Okay. It's Cause you know, because now it's this perfect time because you don't have anything to do. I could be out there writing a novel. I could still be, we always talk about writing a novel, right? Yeah. I could be writing a novel. I could be, I could be petitioning for legislation. I could be writing my senators and congressmen. I could be fighting against this, fighting against that. Yeah. Right. Have I done it? No. no. Because I'm too busy with the day-to-day -day operations of my life, which is what? So if I don't finish folding the laundry today, I can just do it tomorrow, you know? So that's that's what it's brought up for me is like, what do I care about enough to yeah. actually get behind? Do you want to hear my, my one idea? And then we can sign off because it's been over an hour. Um, the, lo the local high school here, it's a very, I live in a very um, low income county. And it used to be one of the poorest high schools in the county. Mm -hmm. And um, so this the school has a community closet where people can donate clothing and anything they want for the students that anybody who needs something can go get it. And uh, so like you can go in there and you can get pa paper, pencils, everything, whatever you want. People just donate all this stuff. So the person who runs this closet, she put in a, sort of a uh, SOS out that she's in desperate need for... Uh, large size bras. She has a couple of students who need like 
F and G size bras and their parents can't because those things are expensive, right? Yeah, man. And they're really expensive. And they're like, they're, so she said what she said, the person who sent out the SOS, she's like, does anybody have any old bras that they're willing to donate? And then somebody contacted me because they thought I might have still had some because back when I had breasts, they were big. <laughs> they were really big. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, I just thought, oh, that's to me, that's that's terrible that these women, these young girls have to have somebody's cast off old bra that they don't wear anymore, that there, maybe there's no elastic or this or that. Yeah, I was going to say, how much support is in that old bra? Like, how much support? And then you get rid of bra is because it lost support. So. Yeah, right, right. So then I, I, I went on Amazon and I bought a whole bunch of bras mm-hmm. in every possible size, like 46 F and G and bought all these bras and I donated them to this closet. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, as, as small as it is, there's yeah. a cause I can get behind because not having the right bra. Yes. I, I don't know anything about your breasts right now, but um, are they large? I don't know. It's what, a situation, Mary. It it's is a, a situation. situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, you want to talk about not coming to terms with beauty blog? Like, I cannot. Like, because I can't. Because I can, and I feel legitimized with this. I'm like, you can argue aesthetics when it comes to right. my thighs and my butt and everything. It's like, but I want to run. Yeah, no, I know. I want to do high impact workouts again. And this situation, I and I, and I and I what I've done is I've tried to just not deal with it yet, thinking, okay, when you stop breastfeeding and when you stop like, like let's not talk about it yet. Let's see what's really gonna happen and right, where right. they're gonna land. And we're praying that they land somewhere less than because this is it's, a, know, it's something, right? I mean, and so to imagine being a teenage girl going through life without a, without a good bra and you've got big, you've got, you know, it's like you can't, you can't move properly. You can't dress properly. You can't run. You can't do sports. And all that brain injury, the energy that's going to get sucked up by this conscious knowing and awareness that you don't have what you need so that you can move on to other things. Right. So I thought, you know, it's a small thing, but I could get behind supplying properly fitting bras to to young girls who can't afford them because the, the, the cheapest bra that I bought was $60. Yes. Yeah, and that's expensive. And then I got it and it didn't even, I didn't try it on, but I mean, it, the fabric was kind of icky and I thought, yeah. well, you know, those things are itchy, but you know, you know, if you have really large breasts, as did I, you, that also has such an impact on what you wear. Yep. Right. Because yep. you don't, you know, you got to have this bra that's like armor. And uh, so you got to cover that up. And I don't know if you don't want to do the thing that makes the move. (laughs) They hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what else you could also in the, like, I love it for low income, but you know, a service that you should, you could have to would be the fitting for everybody because getting girls to learn at a young age about fitting I didn't learn until I was a woman, a grown woman. And I wish I had learned earlier about the fact that it's not, a, you know, that the size is very, it's a working thing about the number and the right, cup. Right, and right, 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 you, right. You need to get that professionally done. Like, cause if yeah. you just go with whatever you're going to be, and you don't know till you just like getting glasses for the first time. You don't know you couldn't see yep. till you can see. So you don't know about what real support feels like till you get it. And you're like, oh my God, there was a yeah. whole level of discomfort <laughs> that was supposed to go away. And I didn't know. 
Oh my goodness. My my uh my youngest daughter, I was telling her about this bra thing, and she said, She says, Did you know that there was a time when they didn't have sports bras and girls used to have to bind their chests with um what are they called? Like, like athletic uh, tape type stuff? Like the tape. What, gauze? What you, gauze? Not the gauze. What do you put on an injury? Why can't I think of the word? What do you put out like a leg wrap? If you sprain your ankle, what do you put that? What is that? I just call it an athletic wrap. I don't know. Okay, athletic wrap. Yeah, you said to bind your chest with athletic wrap so that you wouldn't bounce all over the place. I'm like, you think uh, I, I was that person? I yes. was that person who had when because when I did any kind of athletic anything, I had to wear a bra and then go get like four athletic wraps and bind everything down with pins <laughs> just so that I could be comfortable. Yeah, so and, you would fool yourself while you're right. doing Right, and then everybody would, yeah, it was, it's so, uh, so I decided that going back to those days of actually being in discomfort and feeling really, uh, like it really took away a lot of confidence to not have a good fitting bra. Except when people, I remember, you know, somebody was saying, you know, what size, what size bra did you have? And I'm like, well, you know, I mean, there's the size I wore and the size I should have worn. I was probably squeezing myself into some double Ds, but I was probably way bigger than that. I was going to say, that's not, don't even, you don't even know that the letters go up. So you're yeah. thinking, well, this is my cap off anyway, so I'm screwed. Like, there's a whole thing. I love this idea of a charity for that. You should call it something like Girls Up. Like, get those girls oh, up. Oh, that's a good one. Girls, girls Up. up. Yeah. yeah, let's start it. Let's okay, let's donate let's our, it. let's, let's, yeah. And, and I think it's actually... Um, the perfect irony is that Girls Up is going to be yeah. started by someone with Girls Gone. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you could be like, you know, this is the like Cadillac version of the of the of the we want to get you supported and like whatever. But when you're really mature and ready for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, you know, what I, could, I, could do a, I could do a scare tactic like this could happen to you if you don't have a properly fitting bra because that was actually. No, that was a theory at one point that if you didn't wear, like if you wore like an underwire bra, this was probably 10 years ago, that was too tight and it was like squeezing some of the, pinching off some of that tissue oh, over a- and over and over again, that could be cancer causing. I don't think, I think that, I think that's gone away. So I won't threaten yeah, I don't know. cancer, but um, okay, I got it. So this is, this we're going to end on this high note because I'm going to go start girls up. Got to start it, right? Gotta go, got to stop worrying about Pilates class and go start girls yes. up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm going to stop worrying about that. I'm going to start girls up. I love that. Girls up. Yes. Do you okay. guys need bras? Wait, do, boy, do boys need bras ever? I mean, they might, but they got to go somewhere else. Like we can't. Oh, that's different. Yeah, I'm not. That's <laughs> different. <Okay>. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to reclaim your energy from your beauty blocks once and for all? Download the beauty blocks energy tracker and get started today. Visit anonymousoul.com forward slash beauty blocks to get a better understanding of what beauty blocks are and how they are the number one thing holding you back from the life you really want. That's anonymousoul.com forward slash beauty blocks.